0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fuckin' Right Chicago podcast with Shayla Brady and Megan Simmons. These are getting shorter and shorter by the week as we get more and more into August. And the only thing that's really giving me hope is that the the regular season is just around the corner, but training camp and the preseason are even closer than that. I think we're only in like 30-ish days, maybe 40-something days until uh, preseason begins. I know training camp festival is on the 15th for the blackhawks so preseason starts on the 16th of september which is very exciting so we're getting there but i'm telling you man like these (laughs) these docs that we're making for our our weekly our weekly podcasts are getting smaller and smaller by the day
1: oh i was telling my um my mom and stepdad are in town this weekend and i was telling them like it's just been dead like there's nothing to talk about like i i feel like like, I was, I was scrolling through the doc the and I was like, wow, this is sad. It's to barren. Be completely honest. It's a wasteland. It's just, like, there's just nothing to talk about. Like, there's a couple things got, that it, we have.
0: Obviously, we're doing a podcast, so right, we have right, stuff right. to talk about, but it's not right. like chock full it's of just, stuff
1: and even the things that we're talking about feel like if they if these had happened during the regular season or even earlier in the off season we wouldn't even be talking about them cuz they're kind of small. Well because like, they'd be yeah, they'd be drowned out by everything else. Yeah, it's just oh, I hate August. Like I generally hate like the end of July to like the middle of September um just because at least down here it's ridiculously hot, ridiculously humid. The days are like kind of short but also long mm-hmm. and it just august just august especially just feels like it drags every single year and i don't know it's funny because it was even like that when i was in school like i remember like you know obviously i don't know how schools are up by you but down here we don't we don't wait until labor day to start school we just we usually start like you know, like a second or third week of august um I think they're push, They're starting to push it back, though, because now I don't think the schools around here start until, like, the 26th or something. But I used to start school, like, around, like, the 15th of August, and which is ridiculously early. But I always felt like those first two weeks just took forever. And at that point, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go back to school. Yeah, no, that's how schools
0: are up here. We... I go back, actually, on the 26th. Uh, the girls that I nanny go back the week before me, So, but elementary schools around here start in the middle of the week, so typically they'll have a preview day, uh, a half-day right. preview day on Tuesday, and then they'll start on a Wednesday. So that's how it is for them this year. Uh, but we – and then I have a really long – well, I'm, technically, once I finish my first semester, i am graduated, which is crazy, but we have a long J-term break, which is our winter break. Uh, it's long because – we have at Elmhurst College, we have classes that you can take over J term. So I actually took one last year while I was recovering from my shoulder surgery. I took an online class. So ours was from December 14th to February 4th. So we get the entire month of January plus two to three weeks in December plus a couple days into February off. So we start we start pretty late, but I'm the same way. But I it's it's weird. I've always liked August because and I've always been I've always been like this because I love school. I love going back to school. I love going school supply shopping. I love getting everything ready. I love the beginning of my classes because then you're really getting to know everybody. Um, I I don't like getting more into the semester. I don't like the end of the semester because that also means it's ending. So that's that's kind of my reasoning but i'm i'm also a person that loves sundays and mondays those are my two favorite days of the week sunday because I, I get all my stuff together mondays because i also get all my stuff together and i get a really good start to my week so those are like my two favorite days so i love so you're, i feel like is absolutely
1: insane if those are your two favorite days really like sundays, my is my, my favorite day of favorite all time day. i hate sundays cuz that means i have to like actually be productive tomorrow which sounds bad. I genuinely like being productive and getting things done. Mm-hmm. But honest to God, my most productive day every single week is Saturday. I don't know what comes over me on Saturdays, but I'm like, I have to clean. I have to go run errands. I have to get this done. I have to get that done. And I I do all of it. And then if I save anything until Sunday, I'm like, man, I don't want to do anything.
0: So that's like, like today. I woke up early. I got my coffee. I cleaned out my car. I got gas. I got a car wash. I went to Target, got all my, all these like little tiny things for my trip. I packed for both of my trips. I'm going to be gone from tomorrow until Sunday. I'm sleeping one night at my house and then I'm gone the rest of the time. (laughs) Um, I was like, I, I did all my dishes, I did all the laundry, I cleaned the house, I made myself lunch. Like, I love, I don't know, like, I'm just a very, I'm a person that also, it might be the ADHD, but I need to be moving all the time and I need to be doing things. I can't, like, I feel so guilty. Sitting and like watching like one YouTube video or like sitting on my bed, like I it eats at me. So I was like, I need to do stuff. I need to be doing, 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 doing all the time. And that was hard when I had my shoulder surgery. That was hard because I I physically couldn't do anything. Right. Like so you, I was like forced to sit on the couch and it. I was miserable because I was in pain and because I just yeah I like all of that, but also miserable because I couldn't do anything. And now with this knee injury that I have, I I can't I can't do anything I can't even go on a walk so like that's like it's oh it's tearing at me so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go and run around and do errands and and just do things around my house and that'll be I I feel like Fridays are like my chill day though like if I have a chill day it's gonna be a Friday because I like I I, do like Fridays I work all day Saturday I do a ton of stuff on Saturdays and then Sunday is my other off day my my Fridays (laughs) and my Sundays are my only off days
1: I think a lot of it's for me too stems at least recently stems from my work schedule because I typically not every day but most days I work until six thirty in the evening, so I don't get home until like seven seven fifteen so at that point i like- i just want to make dinner eat, like watch a couple of videos and then go to bed mm-hmm. um so like. Saturdays especially, and kind of Sundays, uh, but definitely Saturdays are my days to like definitely get stuff done and definitely like I don't know get stuff done for me also is like catching up on my YouTube videos for the week or listening to a new album and like cleaning while I do it or like like today I was cleaning before my parents got here and I was listening um, to some music and whatever, and like that to me is absolutely perfect right so i don't know but that's usually a saturday task for me but today i was kind of forced into being busy just with my sister moving in um back into her sorority house and my parents being here and whatever but i'm i'm feeling it and this is the problem with sundays is that by because i'm so busy on saturdays usually and like sometimes the first part of sundays by sunday night i'm exhausted so then i start my week tired and it's just not right right it ain't it <laughs> Oh man,
0: that was a good intro. That that killed some time there. Let's talk about let's talk about a couple hockey things that have been going on. This one made me so angry because literally last podcast I made I made sure to mention and when we were talking about Kevin Shattenkirk, I made sure to mention that I was like, Oh, some someone for sure is gonna pick him up before training camp. Like he's for sure gonna be a part of an NHL team next year. And then I think like the next it was the following morning I woke up to it. Kevin Shattenkirk has signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning at $1.75 million. And I was like, he couldn't have, he couldn't have announced that last night when Megan and I were recording and I was like waxing no. poetic about him. No, he couldn't have. Okay, sounds good. But needless to say, Kevin Shattenkirk signs a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Last year he did have he did he missed, we talked about this before, he missed nine games last year. He played 73 games, had two goals and 26 assists for 28 points. He has been riddled by injuries a lot in his career, and especially in the past year. Uh, he was playing for his dream his dream team growing up, the New York Rangers. Didn't really work out the way he wanted it to. I think I misspoke as well on the last podcast, and I said that his contract, there was still three years left. There is only two, I'm pretty sure, left on his uh, deal. And I think I – hold on, I'm looking it up on – because I listened back, and I was like, hold on. I think these like, – because I said it right at the end, and then I think I said it wrong in the beginning. Let's see. So he has – do, 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 Okay, he has two, yes. So he has two more years left on his deal. He has played two already. He has two more left on his deal. So I the think I said three me, or something, but. Anyway.
1: The funny thing to me about this is that I saw that he signed, but I didn't initially see who he signed with until you said something. And when you said the lightning, I was like, yeah, everybody jokes that the Hurricanes are Blackhawks East. Uh-huh. Well, the lightning are starting to come Rangers South. Oh, they are and Rangers. It's so. Really, it's so funny to me. I love Dan Girardi,
0: I mean, I mean, JT Miller, Ryan McDonough,
1: Ryan McDonough. Like I, even Ryan Callahan. I think Ryan Callahan the, because he was the captain before Ryan McDonough. Um, he, well, he's not a he's not Tampa Bay Lightning. He's not a well, Lightning. not not anymore. But what he would was. you call
0: that? Like, like he's not a Ranger. He's not a Lightning. Like, is he? Like, is that is that the proper terminology there? I've never had to say that before. I
1: don't know.
0: Is he a bolt? A lightning bolt? I don't know. Interesting. He's not a lightning anymore. That's weird. I, I like I would typically say he's not in Tampa anymore.
1: Yeah, I guess. But like I mean, he's not a polydock well, anymore. Is weird. I don't he's know. not a he's not
0: a predator anymore. You know? He's not
1: a star anymore. He's not a jet.
0: That's like the one team.
1: I guess the flames would be kinda weird. Like he's not a flame anymore, but that makes more sense. Well, that
0: makes sense. He's not a lightning anymore.
1: Like that lightning by itself
0: is not. Lightning
1: it's is a, like, it's a noun.
0: But it's, it's like not goose, like a singular
1: or it's like geese, or
0: what's the fish? It's like fish. It could mean a singular fish or multiple fish.
1: Like it's one that that can't be pluralized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and you don't typically put like a in front of it. Like you don't say like when it when it. Oh, there's a lightning. Yeah, it's, you say like lightning. Oh, look at that lightning, or like. Would you say like he's know. not with the lightning anymore? Maybe or he's not like I don't know. Like I know they have like they had those alternates that said bolts. So yeah. like maybe he's not a A, a bolts anymore. Bolt? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. hurting my head. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of like another one that would be weird like that, but I don't think there are any. I'll look. I'll okay. Let's go through. We're gonna we're gonna
0: pause on this I here because this is really gonna this is really gonna bother me. Hold on. I'm looking up the list of all teams. Okay, here we go. Ducks. He's not a duck anymore. Coyote, he's not a coyote. Bruins, he's not a Bruins, Sabers, he's not a saber. Flames, hurricanes, blackhawks. Oh, we've got a winner. He's not an avalanche anymore.
1: Okay, all right. So it's the natural div- disaster. So
0: then you got well, blue no, jackets. hurricane
1: sounds fine.
0: Yeah. He's not a cane anymore, though, I feel like is what yeah, you'd say. Yeah,
1: they don't usually say he's not a hurricane anymore. That See, that sounds weird to me.
0: Blue jackets, stars, wings... Oilers, Panthers, Kings. Oh, he's, he's not, not a, a Wild red wing
1: anymore. Sounds weird. Really? Or he's not they a Wing are. anymore. That's how it Yeah, I, like, that I sounds like. weird to me. I think it's cuz it's plural and typically when you're speaking about wings, you're speaking about multiple wings, mm. not just one. Uh, wild. He, he's not a Wild anymore? Yeah, that
0: doesn't work either. Canadians is he's not a Canadian anymore. That's fine. Predators, Devils, Islanders. He's not an Islander. No, that's right. Rangers, Senators, Flyers, Penguins, Sharks. Blues, he's not a blue, but that says it all. They say, okay, lightning. Yeah, release. but
1: that sounds weird to me. Like, every time somebody says it, I'm like, ah.
0: Canucks, knights, he's not a golden knight, yeah. Capitals, he's not a cap, and then jets. So really, it's yeah, the it's wild, okay, the like, avalanche. like, not a capital
1: anymore sounds kind of weird to me. There's, like, those are all, like, specific types of nouns that I, like, I know I took some sort of English class on this, but, the, like, I don't know. I'm glad that we're getting into grammar here. We love this. We love this for us. So let's move on. (laughs) We've
0: got two more signings to talk about, and then we'll jump into some Blackhawks news. But Rocco Grimaldi of the National Predators signs a one-year, $1 million contract. Last year, he played in 53 games, had five goals and eight assists for 13 points. And then after winning the Stanley Cup, the Blues bring back Joel Edmondson, and he signs a one-year, $3.1 million contract with the St. Louis Blues after going to arbitration. Last year, he played 64 games, had two goals, nine assists for 11 points. Either of those... I mean, Joel Edmondson and Rocco
1: Grimaldi, not super big role players. That's what I, I was telling my mom in the car. I was reading it, and I I had to like hard think about who Rocco Grimaldi was. Like I I knew like I knew who he was, but it's not like one of those names that immediately like oh that's who that player. You know what I mean? Like, right.
0: He used to play oh, on the Avalanche how- too. He was on the Panthers and the Avalanche. This was yeah. his first year with. Uh,
1: with
0: the and it was his first year playing over like 30 games his first year he played seven second year he played 20 third year he played four. Fifth year fourth year sorry he played six and then last year he played 53 but he's only 25 years old so he's still kind of a young guy but he's got another chance in uh in nashville to play which is which is nice so maybe he'll he'll play a full 82 games this upcoming year now that he's like
1: Nashville's confused. Nashville is one of those teams that's just perpetually confusing to me because, like two years ago, they looked like they were going to win everything, and now I just straight up don't know what to think of them. Because, well, three years ago they were in the the Cup final versus Pittsburgh. Exactly, and that's why, like, literally the next year, I was like, they could seriously win the Cup. Yeah, and There's, then they
0: there, I feel play. like if they just pick up their their power play and their special teams, like their penalty yeah. kill, that was. It was really good at first, and then all of a sudden it just fell off, and I'm not really
1: sure what happened.
0: But when deep, kind of...
1: I felt like their decor used to be like one of the best in the league, and it's just like this year I felt like it was it was still good, and it was still one that I think teams had to really prepare for. Like that one of my favorite videos is the on the tape one with Patrick Sharp and Adam Bursch where they dissect the hell out of the Predators and their incredible defense and how they keep the puck. My voice just cracked. Um, how they keep the, the puck in the neutral zone. Right. And like, don't let teams get it past. But I feel like, I don't know. They just haven't been as, like, intense as I feel like they were a couple years ago. So, I guess that'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how the Central Division plays out as a whole, to be honest with you, because a lot of those teams are kind of in limbo. And... I feel like that makes. I think that'll make for an interesting season as far as like the playoff race goes. Once we get obviously closer to that, well, we but know we know
0: the Avalanche are going to be good. The Stars are going to be good, and then you got the Predators that are I, up there.
1: I love the Stars to pieces, but I I'm just like not convinced.
0: Really, I think they're I, I think they're gonna they're gonna push it. I think they ran into a really really hot St. Louis team, and they took them to seven. But I think if, if it wasn't for running into that team, they could have made it to the final if they wanted to. At least the conference final. Yeah.
1: I think – I don't know. It'll be interesting because I – I mean – They get saves, you, which is you important. Own a, yeah. I mean, you know that I like the the Stars. They're my second favorite team. But, um, I don't know. I I just haven't heard a lot from them this off season. I mean, and I know they signed Pavelski and they signed Corey Perry, which I still don't understand. Um – but I don't I don't know. I guess it would just be interesting to see how they play out because they're another one of those teams where I feel like they should be good, but I felt like that for the past couple of years and they've been like, okay. I don't think I would go as far as, you know, calling them out like their owner did. But, or their whoever it was, the CEO, the president, whoever it was. Um was the owner, I don't Lights. really know what Jim Lights is, to be honest. He's the um, owner. The owner. Okay. Well, whatever. When he called them out. Um So, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll just see. But I do think the Central Division will be interesting because, unfortunately, I think the Blues are going to be good this year. Unfortunately. Um, I think the Stars could be good. I think the the Avalanche will be good. I can't talk. I don't know what to think about the Jets, either. They're another one of those teams where, like, they crumbled last year, and I don't know what happened. They're right there, though. Like, they're one big piece away
0: from... From doing it and I haven't done anything
1: this offseason.
0: Yeah. They I mean they except for getting rid of Truba. They got rid of Truba and like you know, but I think their focus well their focus is Patrick Lynex, he's an RFA, so I guess that like makes sense, but
1: Okay. Um, but the Blackhawks,
0: the Blackhawks and the wild are the two teams from the central division that didn't make the playoffs last year. So the Wilders the wild, they're not going to be very good. I, I don't, I don't foresee that happening for them. I unless... would be very
1: surprised. Yeah. I would
0: honest to God be very surprised, but I think the Blackhawks are going to compete. Like, I, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but I think they're going to yeah. compete a, a little bit more than they did last year, considering yeah. the off-season I'm, we've I'm had, I'm
1: not willing. I'm not willing to put money on them making the playoffs if we're being completely frank. Um, but I think they'll be marginally better than last year. Is that enough to make it into the playoffs? I don't know. Um, but I hope so, because I really want to see it in the playoffs. I oh, really do. Be, that and would be strong, sick. To be honest.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. Well, now that now that we're on the Blackhawks, let's just transition right into the Blackhawks here. The first thing, the first thing that we are going to talk about today uh, regarding the Blackhawks is also something that the Blackhawks Insider podcast talked about this week. I just finished that yesterday. Uh, NHL Network. I'm just going to run down this list very quickly for everybody here. So, NHL Network during the off season comes out with their their off season. You know, which season- we mentioned.
1: Which we mentioned last year, were st- or last week, were stupid. Right. These rankings are absolutely stupid, and this really solidifies it. So there, there really is, like we say it
0: too, there really is nothing to talk about over the summer. Uh, basically, they like to make lists of players and call them it's top twenty, and, and so. They came out with their list of top 20 centers. So from number one, actually we'll go from 20 up because that's how they released it. So number 20 was Elias Pedersen of the Vancouver Canucks. Number 19, Sean Monahan of the Calgary Flames. Number 18, Nicholas Backstrom of the Washington Capitals, which is cold. Logan Couture at number 17 with the San Jose Sharks. Evgeny Kuznetsov makes this list somehow. Number 16 with the Washington Capitals. Jack Eichel, number 15 with the Buffalo Sabres. Sebastian Ajo, number 14, with the Carolina Hurricanes. Evgeny Malkin, number 13, with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ryan O'Reilly, number 12, at St. Louis Blue, with the St. Louis Blues. Too low. Uh, Tyler, Sagan, T- Tyler Sagan, number 11, with the Dallas Stars. Braden Point's at number 10, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mark Scheifele comes in at number 9, with the Winnipeg Jets. Number 8, Steven Stamkos, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Number 7, Patrice Bergeron, with the Boston Bruins. Number 6, Austin Matthews. And number 5 is John Tavares, both with the Tr- Toronto Maple Leafs. Alexander Barkov of the Florida Panthers is at number four. Nathan McKinnon and Nathan, Nathan McKinnon Nathan McKinnon number three with the Colorado Avalanche. Sidney Crosby number two with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Connor McDavid number one with the Edmonton Oilers. I don't have an issue with McDavid with McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon. Uh, those are the top three centers I in have our issues. league right now. I, I have issues. <laughs> Like, I have
1: issues with this whole list. I literally would redo this entire list. The only one I would keep in his place is Connor McDavid. He is the only one that I would keep. And the McDavid, rest of the I mean, Cros- not,
0: I mean, McKinnon. You're not going to keep McKinnon in top three. I think McKinnon should be number two.
1: I'm fine with him being number two, but but that's what I'm saying. As I would scrap this entire list and redo it because Crosby's in top three though. But I don't understand. Like, why is Barkov four? Explain that to me. Please explain that to me. I know he's good. I'm not stupid. I'm not saying he's bad. He's a really good, he's a really good center. But number four, are you, and then, hmm, I I got really fired up about this earlier, so I'm so sorry in advance, but I, this had me so upset. Like, even, like, to see, like, Sebastian Aho on this list was kind of surprising, to be completely frank with you, and, like, Braden Point, number 10, like, like, what? And, like, I just... Oh, boy. I would literally redo this entire list. I really would. And, like, I love Elias Peterson. You know I love that kid. And he's outstanding. But he's had one but year I in the league. I, would, I was going to say, I don't know that I'd put him on this list. We don't have anything to compare him to. No.
0: Right. Like he, like, he doesn't have a big enough sample size where we can be like, yeah, no. he's... Uh... And he
1: was injured a lot last year, too. So it was really not a big... It, like, it just... No. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This list made me so mad when it came out. I was so upset. Like, and not even, like, not even because, and this is really the reason we're talking about it, because John on the Tapes was absolutely snubbed. I'm sorry. Like, ridiculously snubbed. I know that makes me sound like a homer, but he had a career season last year. You're telling me that he's not in the top 20 centers. You're telling me that. Also, Patrice, Patrice Bergeron at number seven is also ridiculous. Like,
0: I I I kind of I kind of made my top ten with like who was like right have on the made bubble. One because... So i i'm keeping I'm keeping the same top three, except I'm flipping Crosby and McKinnon. So McDavid That's is still fair. number That's one. Fair. And then McKinnon and Crosby. And then at four, I've got O'Reilly, five Bergeron, six Taves, seven Shifley, eight Tavares, nine Backstrom, ten Barkov. And then right on the bubble at 11 is Couture.
1: See, that's perfect. Oh my God. Yeah, Logan Couture isn't even on this list. Like, no, he oh. is. He is. He's at number 17. Oh, he's at the though. bottom. He's at the bottom. He's he at the is. bottom. Yeah. Also makes zero sense. I just, I don't know why I didn't see his name. Um, Like, I just, oh my gosh. Well, Burrish said this on the podcast. He made a point that he was like, I
0: kind of feel like they just opened the NHL stats leaderboard from last season and then just kind of made a list based on like points or like goals or whatever. They had
1: to have, because I don't understand. Like Backstrom should not be at number 19. I'm sorry. I like, and I know I sit here and talk crap about the Capitals because of the playoffs last year, but I'm kind of over that. I think, um, keyword, I think. Um, but he should not be that low. And the fact that Kuznetsov is above him and on this list at all is kind of surprising. Like, especially because he had kind of like a sour year yet, like last year. I just... Right. And I think Austin
0: Matthews is too high. I think way too high. Stamkos is great, but I think he's lost a step too. He's too high. Yeah. Braden point. It yep. should be on this list. Tyler Sagan's too high. Yep. Evgeny Malkin has kind of lost a step a little bit. I mean, he's a great yep. player. He's going to be a hall of famer, but Sebastian Ajo deserves yep. to be on the list and Jack Eichel, but I think they should be lower. Uh, take off Sean Manahan and Elias Peterson. I don't. I don't understand why yeah, they're on I don't, that list. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't. either. Either like I don't either. Either I don't understand either. Like literally, I was looking at this list when it first came out, and I was trying not to explode at work because I'm just sitting here like, how on earth is? How? Who makes these lists? Like, I just have so many questions. Well, for it's, them. it's like, the how panel. Do- it's
0: it's the panel that's on NHL Network. It's okay. like Mike Johnston. It's uh, Brian Lawton. Uh, well, oh, maybe they face, need to actually Stevenson. watch some hockey games.
1: Because I'm really convinced that they did not watch any hockey games last season.
0: I know, and like I, I'm trying not to give them a hard time because that's their job. They watch hockey. They they they're on NHL Tonight every single night, recapping the games and, well, that's and everything. Great, and but and I'm trying not to. I'm 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 not trying to like call them out and say, listen, like like it's there are some there are players that they've missed and they've snubbed before. And Jonathan Taze was snubbed off of this list, and they're actually compiling right now. I saw it on Twitter. They're compiling their top wingers. Uh, they've only done the first half of the list so far. They've done the, the 20 Kaner's through 10. So,
1: so oh, did they? Did they, they come released, out with they, it all Yeah, the they released all of it. Kaner's number two, which is fine. They put Kucherov as one, which... Yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Um, like, I'm fine with that. The wingers list, I'm mostly fine with. The centers, however... I I want want to have words. Oh. Like,
0: I... Did they... Oh, okay. They made a video that goes through all of them. Okay. I was, like, very confused because they hadn't uploaded the... They haven't uploaded, like, the graphic that has the one through ten uploaded, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah.
1: Like, the wingers list really doesn't look that bad. Like, I think that one's fine, quite frankly. Like... Ovechkin and Marchand are a little high, but, I mean, they're good. It's not like I'm going to sit here and say they're bad. Right. Um, Johnny Gaudreau is also a little bit high. Let's see. Okay, so number I one, Nikita Kucherov. it's fine.
0: Two, Patrick Kane. Three, Alex Ovechkin. Four, Brad Marchand. Five, Mitch Marner. Six, Leon Draisaitl. Seven, Johnny Gaudreau. Eight, Artemi Panarin. Nine, Miko Ranson, and ten, David Pasternak. Eleven, Blake Wheeler. Twelve, Claude Giroux. Thirteen, Mark Stone. Fourteen, Vlad Tarasenko. Fifteen, Taylor Hall. 16, Jonathan Huberto. 17, Matthew Kachuk. 18, Gabe Landeskog. 19, Patrick Lane. Get off of this list. Number 20, Phil Kessel.
1: And, like, why is Phil Kessel like, just
0: Phil I Kessel lost. deserves to be on the list. Phil Kessel deserves to be higher. One of the highest scoring wingers in NHL history. Like, the dude just snipes. He just scores goals. That's all he does. That's his job. He sits and eats hot dogs in the press, co- the press box, watches movies alone in his basement, and scores hella goals.
1: And also I just, makes like, season Panarin's tickets. Way- Panarin's way too low at eight. I don't know. Like,
0: you're yeah. really telling
1: me that Johnny Gaudreau, Leon Dreisaitl, Mitch Mar- Mitch Marner is fine above him, but Brad Marchand, like, no, Brad no. Marchand does no. not deserve to be number four there. Like, literally, like Panarin should be four. Yeah, maybe five. It's just I would be like, fine with Mitch and it. it be four and Panarin the, being five. the point of
0: these things, too, I feel like, is just fans like us who do stuff like this to stir the pot and to get us talking about it. You know, like. Mark Stone should be much higher, way higher, <laughs> much way. higher.
1: I saw that one too. I was like, Oh my Taylor God. Taylor Hall
0: should be higher. I don't know yep. why Jonathan Huberto is on this list. Great player, yep. but I don't think he's in the top 20. Nope. Yep. Kachuk. No. Like I, yeah, it's like, why, why did, Oh, to got an gotten roll mention,
1: which, which is absolute crap. Absolute crap. Like I, I know, I know, I know how this sounds. I really do. But hear me
0: out. When you watch as much Blackhawks hockey as we do, that's our team, you know. Like he
1: also scored
0: forty-one goals last year. That's a lot of goals for those of you listening. How many did Patrick Laine score? I mean, he scored like thirty something, but how many? Str- but like, all that, of them were stretch, in
1: November. That stretch
0: of games where he like scored none for like twenty straight games or something like that.
1: So I just I have so many questions, and I like I'm not trying to sit here and like crap on the people. Excuse me um sorry my dog just like came right up on me um I like I'm not trying to crap on the people who make these lists like I get it like they have to put a list together and in some corner of their mind this makes sense but there are right
0: ones on the list it's just a matter of putting them in the right order you know like it's I feel like it's just a little bit jumbled out of order not not really in the format it should be in but yeah Uh NHL.com NHL.com also released uh, their deep dives on the Blackhawks. There's four different articles that you can go and read on NHL.com. There's a season preview, a fantasy hockey preview. They break down key factors that the Blackhawks are going to have to address for this upcoming season, and then they also have a number of stats and analysis uh, deep dive article. I took a look at them, and they're actually pretty good, pretty well written. A lot of them, yeah, are I, I by, like those. Um, a lot of them are written by Tracy Myers, who is the regional really coverage like. manager, coverage person for. Central Division for NHL.com, so go ahead and check those those out. We will link them. I'll link them all down below in the uh, description for the podcast. But the last thing that we got to talk about for the Blackhawks is what happened yesterday with uh, Robin Lehner's Masterton Trophy, oh uh, listing him as playing for the New York Rangers instead of the New York Islanders, and so, Twitter had a fit.
1: <laughs> it's funny because somebody was – like, he tweeted it, and I looked – and I was like, I don't see any, like, spelling mistakes. I was expecting them to spell his name wrong or something. Right. And I was trying to figure out, I was like, what is wrong? I was like, did we get the year wrong? Is the name of the trophy wrong? I just kept looking at it, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They had him playing for the wrong New York
0: team. Well, and then the Rangers, uh, the, the Rangers quote tweeted it and was like, congrats. And then Leah Anderson, who uh, plays for the, the Swedish player plays with the Rangers. He commented like the clapping emoji and like the, the little like tongue out emoji, like a ha ha kind of thing. So and Laner himself, well, I'll i include it in the description here. He he tweeted it a picture of it. And he just said you had one job dot 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 with like the thinking emoji. So.
1: Oh man, that's so funny. I hope they, I hope they reprint it for him. Like that sucks.
0: There, there's, and that's the stories like that have happened ever since the Stanley Cup has been a thing. Like not surprised. people, people's names have been spelled wrong. People's names have been left out. People are falling I mean, to the human wrong error. Team. It's not right. Like the the Islanders, like the actual word islanders is spelled wrong, like three different times on the on the cup. Yeah. So I've it's, seen
1: I've seen at least one of them because. When I saw the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, I was looking for the Blackhawks, and I saw it, and I was like, I don't think that's how Islanders is spelled.
0: Right. I was like, I yeah, this is... uh, so not this, quite right. So this is not the first time that uh, this has happened before, but I just thought it was pretty funny, and, and Robin Lehner made a joke out of it, too. So He's a good sport about it. Yeah. So let's move on. There's a couple NHL things on the board to talk about here. The first one comes from... A sad tragic event but has turned it into something good so after the El Paso shootings that happened uh, a week or two ago a junior hockey team which is the Rhinos of the WSHL which is the Western States Hockey League they are donating $10,000 to the El Paso Community Foundation to help with costs related to the tragic shooting then we'll also donate all the proceeds from a jersey auction that they will be hosting during two exhibition games from September 28th to the 29th in El Paso so in, in, in light of a very tragic event and something that's been happening a lot around our country and is becoming, becoming an epidemic, for sure, uh, this, this junior hockey team is making something good out of it and giving back a little bit to their community to help them heal. So I wanted to highlight that. I saw that on NHL.com this week. Um, so good on, good on the Rhinos of the WHL, WSHL for doing that. Uh, but moving on to NHL, uh, another NHL piece of news. After reports that Don Waddell, who is the current GM of the Carolina Hurricanes, interviewed for the GM position of the Minnesota Wild. Owner Tom Dundon came out and said that he isn't going anywhere despite his contract expiring on June 30th of this summer and a new one has not been issued or offered to Don Waddell to stay with the team. I was listening to the last bit and Chiclets episode with Michael Russo of The Athletic, who covers the Wild, and it was the City Crosby episode, but before they had Crosby on, they had about a 20, 30-minute segment with Russo uh, talking about the firing of Paul Fenton and where the Minnesota Wild go from here, and how it's been covering it, and he basically we, we spoke on his article last week, but he basically kind of put it into verbal verbal format, uh, almost in uh, in, a, in a podcast form, and he had mentioned that Don Waddell had been interviewed and is very highly considered as one of the finalists for the job. So, despite Tom Dundon saying, "Oh, he's not going anywhere," I I highly doubt that he is communicated
1: with, with Don Waddell uh, on that so, issue, so we'll see how that goes. This, but. Whole, this whole situation is just weird to me, and I like Tom Dundon, but he is one of those people where, like, I, I like him, and I think he's doing a good job and will do a good job, but he's just rubbing me the wrong way doing it. He's very and outspoken, I like,
0: and I feel like sometimes his the way he says things is just kind of like his his comment, I guess off- this he, is... This is the comment that kind of rubbed Don Waddell the, the wrong way, and Russo also mentioned this. But Tom Dundon basically said, "You know, I, anyone can do a GM's job," and Which, no. <laughs> and so he, I think he kind of took that the wrong way. But if, I mean, if Don Waddell takes this job as the Minnesota Wild GM, then what are the Carolina Hurricanes going to do? Because it's already so late into the off season that they're conducting these interviews. Yeah, they're five, new... mm-hmm. five weeks
1: until preseason. Five weeks and they're sitting here basically without a GM and <sighs>
0: it'll be interesting it'll be
1: interesting to uh it'll be interesting
0: to follow the story along and and obviously we will talk about the new GM once they are hired but like
1: she said there's only 5 weeks left until training camp so they don't have much time so it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out because i think it was Tom Dundon who said like last year that Don Waddell was going to he basically had like a lifetime contract right but it appears that he does not. Apparently, he does uh, not. <laughs> so I guess I don't know. We'll see. I think. I think the best case scenario would be to keep Waddell in the. In the system, but. I don't know. We'll see. I. I just think that the trifecta of Waddell, Dundon, and um, Brendemore last year was like they all felt like they were under the same vision. Like they all had the same you always want your company or your organization going in the same direction and i think they had it going in the same direction for the first time in a long time and i don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens because you could say they're
0: heading in the in one direction
1: yes the you that is something that you could say yes
0: so one other thing that we need to talk about here i just saw this today which is just Oh, man, the hits just keep coming for the Buffalo Sabres. But reports out of Finley, Finland from MTV Sport, which is a TV channel over in Finland, says Rasmus Ristolainen quote, doesn't enjoy hockey and is considering moving on from the Buffalo Sabres. He said that he is planning on attending a training camp on the 12th of September, but it, he doesn't want it to be with the Buffalo Sabres, which is now... Two players that have publicly come out, him and, and Robin Lehner, when he was playing with them and publicly said, I don't enjoy hockey.
1: Well, didn't Ryan and O'Reilly say it as well?
0: Ryan O'Reilly said it as well, and then and uh, Patrick Berglund.
1: Oh, yeah, Berglund, that one last year, so, that weird one. Yes, yeah, so that's four people saying that they don't like hockey mostly because of where they're playing, and I feel like that's not. It's a very bad it.
0: look on the Buffalo Sabres, and. That's something that's interesting, and I, I, I don't think a lot of people are talking about that right now. I literally just saw it as I was scrolling through NHL.com today, yeah. and so that's interesting. interesting. We're going to see how that goes, but let's go and do the power plays. Megan actually has a power play this week, guys. This is I actually like,
1: have a power play, y'all. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I just said y'all. Y'all. Um, well, I've been honor,
0: To honor this occasion and to celebrate this momentous achievement, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. Because, you know.
1: It's not anything, before y'all get all excited and everything, like, it's not anything fancy. And it's really not that deep. I just, (laughs) I finally was like, I could talk about that. All right, you ready? You know. Yes. Okay, go. So, we kind of talked about it at the beginning of this podcast, but, like, honestly, the off-season sucks. Um, Shay and I were talking before the podcast even started, before we started recording, and... You know, there's like this summer has been weird, especially because it feels like it's been going really fast. But when I think in terms of hockey, it feels like it's been years since I've watched a hockey game. Excluding like obviously like the CPHL game that we saw in like world and like worlds and then like the playoffs and stuff like it just feels like a really long time that I've watched the Blackhawks play hockey. Let's put it that way. And it's starting to eat at me. And usually it doesn't. And I don't know if it's just because I have too much time on my hands and nothing to do, but that's probably it. But like this off season just sucks. Like I'm counting the days and I hate doing that. I try so hard not to count days because it just makes you go insane after a while. And it's starting to make me go insane to be completely honest. And There's just nothing to talk about. This podcast is literally about to be less than an hour, probably, or just at an hour, which is, like, that's fine. Like, that's probably the length of a normal podcast, but um, it just, oh, it just sucks. Like, I miss the Blackhawks. I miss all my other favorite teams. I miss just watching hockey in general. Like, I don't even care at this point. Like, just show a hockey game on TV. I'll watch it, honestly. I don't even care if it's between two junior teams, two like mighty might teams. I don't care at this point. I just need some form of hockey to get me from now until, I guess the middle of September. That's like a month away. Anyways, I just, like this off season has just felt especially hard and I'm just really ready for hockey to be back.
0: I was going to say, I I realize that you don't have NHL Network, but I was going to say NHL Network throughout the summer just plays games all the time, except for the hour that they do NHL Tonight and then they do like the countdowns of the best of all time.
1: I really wish NHL Network came with, or I wish NHL TV came with NHL Network. I get why it doesn't, but I really wish it did.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I have stupid NHL TV. I've had it for two years now. Right. Right. Almost, I guess this will be my third season of having it. But, like, and I was going to get all the teams, but I don't know. I'm undecided still because I'm like, most of the games I'd want to watch are going to be nationally broadcast anyways. So, eh, 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 we'll see. I guess I'll just wait until the TV schedule comes out and if there aren't enough games that I'd be really, really interested in, we'll see. But for now, I'm just sticking with just Like the national, the national schedule?
0: Yeah, all the if you go on like all the NHL teams on NHL.com or the NHL app, all the national games have been um,
1: have been oh, released. TV? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that because all to the be teams. Fair, I really, I haven't been on Twitter that often lately. So, um... Well, like all
0: of the teams that I follow, like I get it on the NHL app. So like all of the teams that I follow on the NHL app, I, I like get notifications. I the NHL <laughs> app, and I don't even know how long. Um, I get their notifications, so all of them will come up and say. Like, oh, this this like the, the Avalanche have released their TV, their broadcast thing,
1: and the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Leafs That's kind that. That's weird, because I feel like I get notifications from NHL, too, and I figured I'd get one from the Blackhawks, but whatever. I'll go look at that later then and decide. I will let you all know if I'm going to st- – I'm probably just going to stick with the Blackhawks, because let's be real. I think – Those are the games that I'm going to
0: watch. I think I'm buying – I think I'm going to just do it and buy full NHL TV –
1: for it sure. is, you know, I, as much as I crap on it, I do actually really like it. I think, um, it just, first of all, I found out from my mother how expensive other sports are. So even though it's like 110, I think for the whole season for just one team. And I think it's like 140 for all 82, 82 geez, for all 31, 31 teams. Yeah. Um, it's, For, like, literally, like, a handful of months of football, it's, like, 70 bucks a month or something ridiculous. Yeah. So, we could have it worse, folks. We could have it a lot worse. Well, the thing is, too,
0: Um, I'm, like, this is my job and, like, what I want to do. So, and I'm also, like, I'm investing in my future and stuff. But also, I'm investing in my job so I can write it off for taxes. Adulting.
1: Adulting. Exactly.
0: Like, I, I didn't actually, did not think about that. Can write it off. Like I was like, I can do it for the podcast. Podcast is my work right now,
1: and then in the future, I guess it technically counts as a job for me too. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Being an adult is just so much fun. It's just
0: so great. So great. So yeah. So okay, I'm ready for my my PP.
1: Uh, go ahead.
0: Okay, so something I want to talk about, and I was inspired by this com- this topic of conversation from the latest Bit and Chicklets podcast. With Sidney Crosby, and I think it was Ra that asked him this question, that asked him about what, what what he feels about getting compared to Ovechkin all the time, and it's they've been linked since day one. And Crosby was like, "Man, I like like we we have our moments on the ice. We're not really like we're cordial and stuff off the ice, but it's not like we're the bestest of friends or anything. And that's because of our, our of that narrative that's been written about us. And something that I that I just think it's it's a little overrated, and I don't. I don't really like them. I mean, I, I wrote down a couple of a couple of examples. you got the Crosby-Ovechkin rivalry. you got the Crosby-Taves rivalry. You've got the Kane-Now-Matthews rivalry coming up. And a goalie one that I figured would be good is Marc-Andre Fleury and, like, Carey Price, the two, two of the top goalies right now in our game that have been the top goalies. And one, another one that really bothers me is the first and the second overall pick rivalry, like the, the Liney and Matthews and the Johnson and, oh, God, who went second? Oh, it, it's like, uh, I forget who went second in uh, Taves' year. I'm going to look it up. But Kane Kane and JVR, you know? And I, I don't really hear that one as often because Patrick Kane is very much on a different level than JVR. But just player rivalries
1: Hopping are not in, really um, things. Michael and McDavid.
0: The player rivalries aren't really things that I think should be I don't know. There, there, there are things that I don't think should be a huge deal around the NHL, and there you can't compare players. They all have different styles. They all have different. They all have different styles. They all play on different teams. They all have different ways of making the NHL. They all have different ways of doing their everyday things, and they're they can be great players on their own without having to compare them to another player to prove that they're great. Uh, like you can't. Like, oh, well, compared to Ovechkin, Crosby's better at this. And compared to Matthews, Kane is better than this, uh, better than him at this. And that's just, that's just something that really, really bothers me. And I'm looking it up right now, and Jordan Stahl was second in, in Jonathan Taves' draft. But I don't know. There's just – that's just something that really bothers me. So if you have a play of a rivalry – and it's fun. Rivalries make sports fun. I, I like team rivalries. I like the Blackhawks and the Red Wings, the Blackhawks and the Blues – uh, I like the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Habs and the Bruins. Those are really fun ones to watch. The LA and Anaheim ones are always deadly. They're so fun to watch. But player rivalries, just let players be great on their own. There's no need for comparison all the time. It, it makes for a good storyline, I guess, but it doesn't really make sense in the grand scheme of things in, in the actual sport to be able to compare them. So,
1: I think they're fun sometimes, but I think I think the media takes them too far. Right. Like, the one that always comes to mind is the Conor McDavid and Jack Eichel one. Like, I don't understand that one at all. Like, no offense, Jack Eichel. Like, there's not... Or, or Conor McDavid. Like, that that one is just, like... Like, shut up. Like Nobody cares. Literally nobody cares. And, like, the Lion and Matthews one was really annoying for a while. That one's kind of tapered off, but... I don't want them to do that to Hughes and Kako either. Like, just let them just—they're eighteen years old. Just let them play hockey.
0: Oh, they already did it for Hughes and Kako. Kako signed his entry-level contract before Hughes did, and then the media it was, was like making a big deal, a big deal out like, of that.
1: Yeah, just like just their kids. Just let them play their first year of hockey, and just let it be. Yep. It really doesn't matter. Like, and I just... get
0: and I get the player rivalry in a sense of that they're rookies and they're competing for the Calder. Which that that kind of makes a little bit more sense where you're like okay well this guy's a rookie this guy's a rookie who's gonna win the best rookie of the year kind of kind of situation I guess you can compare it in that way and is like okay well his comparable as a rookie was this guy when he did it as a rookie but like comparing the two players like I just don't I don't know I don't really I don't really vibe with that so that's that was my power play for the week so um, no it was a
1: good one I when I saw that one and and I thought of mine I was like well. At least I have a power
0: play. <laughs> At least I have a power play. I knew right away
1: what I wanted mine to be this week. You know, so. that was a good one. I think. I think those player rivalries are just stupid. Like sometimes they're fun, but more often than not, they're just stupid.
0: Yeah, like the like the Kane Matthews. Like Kane and Matthews, game. Matthews, I think is fun. That game against uh, Toronto, the home opener for Chicago, that was really fun because it was just good old fashioned competition and and yep. and sports and stuff, but. Uh, So that does it for this one. This was a shorter one. Like we said, they're going to be shorter from here on out. But thank you again for tuning in this week. Everything that we've talked about here will be linked below. I've got all the links ready to go for you guys, so I'll link them all down below. Uh, We thank you for coming back each and every week for supporting us, spreading the word, sharing all of that fun stuff. We really appreciate it, and thanks for sticking with us during the dog days of the summer uh it does get does get a little barren here in august but i promise once training camp starts preseason starts we're going to have a lot lot of, lots to talk about so you won't be hanging hanging short for long so uh thank you guys and we will talk to you guys next week bye guys